Blog Talk Radio. having some good times and laughing and having a ball here on the program on today. And, of course, I'll be joined a little later on by uh, Brother Guru. But today we are going to be enjoying laughter. Why is laughter so important? Why does it? How does it work in our lives? I, we don't laugh enough. With everything that's going on, everything that comes our way, we tend to kind of, you know, get really sad or we're so serious, you know, because we have to be serious and 
we're working on being such an into the clandestineness of of our spirituality and presence. However, we need to find some time to laugh, and, you know, and be lighthearted and enjoy all that we do, all that is surrounding us. And sometimes it just means we just need to laugh. So that's what we're going to be talking about here on today. Um, moments of conversation as we talk about laughter and the power of it and how it's going to impact our lives and increase us into a greater place. So we're going to take our commercial breaks and then we're going to come right back after this. Author Marion Afford has written two powerful and thought-provoking books. Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, a conversational journey to your true reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com, and MarianAfoa.speaks.com. You can also join Marian Afoa for moments of conversation on Vlog Talk Radio Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10:30 a.m. Central, 11:30 a.m. Eastern. Marian Afoa, not my reality, and seeking escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation. Experience transformation by unleashing your power. Discover and activate your talent, abilities, passions, and the end result you desire. Join international transformation expert Marion Fuller at the Living Exponentially On Purpose Seminar. Learn how to maximize your greatest assets and live exponentially. For more information, visit www.efullspeaks.com. E-F-U-A speaks.com. Or call 414-604-6271. Live exponentially on purpose. Life and Spiritual Coach, Minister, Author, and Inspirational Speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038. Or by visiting ifuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Ifua. Change for today tomorrow, and the rest of your life. And we are back here on Moments of Conversation. I'm your host, uh, Mary Nafua, and I just wanted to make sure I welcome all of you on this morning, on this wonderful opportunity for us to begin to explore who we are 
So sit back, relax, y'all. Come on, and let's enjoy this wonderful day. It's going to be the calmness of the day. And I think that sometimes we forget about the calmness of the day because, you know, when we get kind of calm. So I wanted to talk about some things and share some things uh, about laughter. Laughter truly is the best medicine that we can offer when we are feeling down and out and having some issues because laughter is infectious. Humor is infectious. The sound of roaring laughter is far more contagious than anything like a cough or a sneeze or, you know, a sniffle. So when we begin to share laughter, it's going to bind us together as a people. It's going to increase our happiness level, even some intimacy, because you begin to open up and share that commonality. It's like the purest thing we could do with each other. So laughter also triggers healthy physical changes in our body. Think about that. When you laugh, what happens? Your body begins to shake. You begin to to reach over. There's so much more that we can gain from laughter. We also know that humor and laughter strengthens our immune system. It boosts our energy, diminishes all the pain, and protects you from damaging the effects of the number one killer, stress. Come on now. It's really priceless. And the reason why it's so priceless is that it's fun and it's free and it's easy to do. It doesn't take a whole lot of emphasis for us to be able to laugh. It's a powerful antidote, y'all. When you're stressed out, think about it. I mean, have you ever been somewhere, or you, or better yet, have you ever been angry with someone? And you just have these moments and you turn around and all of a sudden, you know, you see something or they do something. Or they, or they say something that's funny, and you just begin to laugh. You tend to forget about, you know, that stressful situation. You tend to, you know, kind of forget about the pain just for a moment, and you forget about the conflict. Nothing else works faster and is more dependable to bring your mind and body back into balance than a good laugh. Humor lightens and burdens, inspires hope and and connects you with others and keeps you grounded and focused and alert. I was uh, doing a little research trying to find out because when I got to think about laughter, I was like, I'm going to talk about laughter. I tried to find a comedian, but none of them kind of wanted to get up this early in the morning. But this uh, PhD, this doctor of uh, of psychology uh, was saying, Your sense of humor is one of the most powerful tools you have to make certain that your daily mood and emotional state supports good health. I know. Laughter. Laughter. That's the simplest thing. I know y'all saying it, but do you know there are trends going across this nation right now that have us talking about laughter and the power of laughter? And how it comes about and where it, how it enhances our lives. And they even have laughter yoga. I'm telling you, what do you see and hear, I should say, not see. What do you hear? All the great things we have to talk about when it comes to laughter. There's so much power to heal and renew in laughter. And the ability to laugh easily and, and frequently is a tremendous resource for surmounting problems and enhancing your relationships, our relationships. And supporting both physical and emotional health. 
You know, I, I thought about that. I went into a laughing uh, conversation on Thursday night. Maybe it was Tuesday night. I don't recall right now. But I was really experiencing some moments where, you know, we kind of got into this, this dogmatic gripe session or recognition, not gripe, but just recognizing that there's so much going on. There is so much going on to, to just, you know, make your heart harden and, um you find yourself just kind of going, I'm done. I'm tired. This is too much. I'm overwhelmed. And at that moment, I did that. I just I just felt the energy and the urge to begin to share some little things that I had been watching. It was I guess I became the um, late-night talk show host. <laughs> oh, I can't even think of his name now. Uh, and I began to share the... Uh, some things that I've noticed in the in the world that, that could make us laugh, right? And so, you know, we just kind of began to just kind of began to say, you know, started laughing, and before we knew it, even if I was telling it, I started laughing, and the other person started laughing, and we went in a whole different place, and it just really, really, really made the day go better. Because when you're recognizing and seeing so much around you, your your in your ego, your uh, your physical body wants to react, right? And believe it or not, the more pain and suffering that you're exposed to, the more anger you're exposed to, that's going to begin to resonate, and you're going to begin to react to it, or you're going to become numb to it. But if you just begin to do laughter, man, that's a whole other story. Laughter will take you to a whole nother place where you'll be truly without, I mean, I laugh a lot. I giggle a lot too, right? Sometimes I'm giggling not because it's funny, but because it tickles me, like it excites me. Because it is really so much power to heal and renew. The ability to laugh really does, you know, or is a tremendous resource for these problems. Laughter relaxes your body. Think about it. You start laughing, stuff is happening all over the place. Okay, don't get me going. See, now I'm going to a whole other level. But laughter really does relax your body. Laughter, I mean, think about it. A good, hearty laugh is going to release some tension and get your muscles to begin to relax, you know, and uh, put you in a whole other state of existence. So you need to begin to, you know, get out and laugh for a little bit. Share a little bit of humor because it's going to boost your immune system. It uh, decreases the amount of stress in your bloodstream. It increases the number of immune cells and or, or infection-biting uh, uh, antibodies through your body, increasing your level of resistance. See, the body wants to feel good. The body wants to feel good. The body wants to feel good, and it naturally has chemicals inside of it to help you feel good, and those are called endorphins. We've heard of those before, right? The endorphins promote the overall sense of well-being and can just temporarily take the edge off of pain. Now, whether that pain is emotional or physical, again, and I didn't say it's going to take it away it's not Tylenol, but it is 
something that is naturally within your body that you've been gifted with, that you've been honored with, that allows you the opportunity to have those endorphins working in your body. Laughter also protects your heart because it is going to allow the function of blood vessels and increase blood flow, which will help prevent and protect you against a possible heart attack or other cardiovascular issues. I know y'all saying to myself, really, laughter? When I'm, but yeah, because your body is, is shaking and moving. And, you know, if you put your hand right underneath your, um, or right above, right below your sternum or uh, your rib cage, and you start laughing, you see your body. I mean, that's part of the joke that they talk about with Santa Claus, the character Santa Claus. We do ho, 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 and he's laughing and giggling and everything is shaking. The Pillsbury Doughboy. So these are just animated characterizations of the power of laughter. Laughter is a powerful tool. And I wanted to share that today because I'm like, we are always, so much is happening in our world around us, and we are always reacting to it. You know, most of us begin to go into this state where we want to be, you know, fearful and unable to to identify, you know, our parts of laughter. But I'm telling you, I know for a fact that it worked. I know for a fact that it worked because the other night when I was talking on the phone and we just kind of, we were talking about all this chaotic stuff and we were watching um, Central Park 5 and some other issues came up and we were talking about the injustices of the world and social justices. And I just kind of shifted gears. And as I said, I just started talking about simple stuff. Like what happens, you know, what do you think happens when the Secret Service is doing this? Or, you know, have you ever thought about this? And before we knew, we both were, were just laughing, roaring out laughter. I know I felt better. I know that I slept better. So, you know, that's something to think about when we begin to, to be honored by the moment of laughter, the power of laughter. And I think, yeah, I guess I can disclose yet. I was talking to Brother Guru. And y'all don't know, he is funny. He is fun. So these are the type of things that we have to begin to think about as we embrace the changes and the the transformations that happen in our life. Let's include more laughter in our lives. Let's include more energetic, energetic interactions with people. That's why I said we have to see the God in each other. We have to see the divine presence in each other because it is truly in us, surrounding us, right, and is us. So when we see it in the nature, we see it in nature, right, the natural existence. Without any preservatives, no fillers, no additives, just doing. I'm telling you, it really will help you. It will bring some joy and zest into your life. It will take away all that anxiety and fear. And I know it may mean some other things. It also includes us having to do some diet and some exercise. But trust me, just start laughing a little bit more and you'll see how your mood will increase. It will enhance your social relationship. It will be, I mean, because who wants to be around someone that's always grumpy? Who wants to expose themselves to people who are always fussy and grumpy and everything they say is a snap? Yeah, no, no, I don't want to. Why? Who wants that? None of us. We may accept it, 
because of, you know, connections that we have with people, but it's not really what we want. It's not it's actually not what we need. So we're gonna laugh. We're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back. And I will keep talking about laughter because we're gonna do it. And then I wanna do an exercise and I'm gonna talk about the chakra that um is associated with laughter and friends and all that good stuff. So we are going to go to break, and then we're going to come right back and talk about some more about some laughter. Here are moments of conversation. I am your host, uh, Marion Afua. I guess I should say this. We're going to go to the um, to the thing. I guess somebody said, you don't talk about yourself enough. I don't understand what you do. Okay, well, let me tell you what I do, although the commercials have told you. I'm an author. I am a business and life coach. That's the simplest way to put it. Um, I'm a community person. I do um, this radio show here, and I serve as consultants on different issues that are related to transformation, that are related to community and education. So that's what I do. That's where I'm from. And I'm a mama. Yep, I'm a mama. Yes, I am intuitive. Yes, I am clear audience clairvoyance. Uh, yes, I have the ability to heal. I do spiritual things. But hey, guess what? It's just who I am. So if you want to learn more, you really should contact me. Give me a call. I'm going to play a commercial. Maybe I'll play that commercial first and then you can get my number. But I, I got a couple of messages um, last week and I apologize for the delay. But I'm more of an instantaneous person when it comes to thing about doing action right there so you get a plan together. Know what you want, seek out the resources, and then allow it to be. All right, we're going to take our breaks here on Moments of Conversation. And when we come back, um, but by that time, Brother Guru should probably be joining us by then, and then we'll come back and have, continue our conversation on laughter. Be right back. coach, minister, author, and inspirational speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038. Or by visiting efuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Efua, change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. 
these books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianaFullSpeaks.com. You can also join Mariana Fuller for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Mariana Fuller, Not My Reality, and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation. Experience transformation by unleashing your power. Discover and activate your talent, ability, passions, and the end result you desire. Join international transformation expert Marion Fuller at the Living Exponentially On Purpose Seminar. Learn how to maximize your greatest asset and live exponentially. For more information, visit www.efullspeaks.com. E-F-U-A speaks.com. Or call 414-604-6271. Live exponentially on purpose. And we are back here on Moments of Conversation. I am Mary Nafua. Of course, I have my co-host, Brother Google, just waiting on him to come on in on the afternoon. But you know once he gets to it's going to be over. We're talking about laughter today on Moments of Conversation. Welcome to all of you that are on the phone line. And listening via the internet, the chat room is open if you are on the internet and you want to go down to the chat room and bring in information, you're welcome to join us here on Moments of Conversation. We are going to, we are going to continue our conversation as we're talking about the power of laughter. And I know y'all saying to yourself, what is this woman talking about? How can we um, worry about laughter with all these things going on around us? But I'm going to tell you, laughter is a powerful, uh, a powerful, powerful tool. And I know for myself, it helps me out a lot. <laughs> Sometimes it's just better just to laugh, right, than to get all caught up in what's happening, you know, with with your life, what's happening with your, uh, with the people around you, what's happening in the world. It's just easier just to kind of laugh it, laugh it off, you know, and just go, you know, hey, it, it is what it is. It's exactly, it's exactly the moment that I've been waiting for. Yep, I'm just going to walk away because it's not, I'm just going to laugh. I mean, at some point, you just have to know, you have to laugh. You just have to understand that when you're laughing, you're just going, okay. Here it is. Here's the, jo- Here's the joke, right? Because if you take everything so serious, it is going to drive you to a place where you are just so. That's why people get, you know, when people are very angry, I'll tell you something else. It will impact your digestive system, too. You'll find yourself being all tight and, 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 um, not having your way, you know, not being able to to have your bodily functions working the way you 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 need them to work. Laugh, people. Let it go. Release and let go. Truly, no pun intended. Right. Go ahead and laugh. You know the kind of things that we experience when we laugh. We know 
that we have to begin to to share our share who we are and what we present more more freely with each other instead of just holding it back. Instead of just waiting for everything else. Yeah, humor. Just be playful. I mean, come on out. We have they created this thing called April Fools to be able to fool people who were so serious they forgot to realize that, that the solstice had changed. You know, so that tells you that people are doing things. Look at our weather. Sometimes it's funny. You know, you're outside in 80-degree weather, and next thing you know it's 30 degrees somewhere or 40 degrees. It is playful communication when we're laughing. It is humorous. Come on, how many of you have read a joke and you just automatically started laughing or you maybe saw someone else make a comment and they said they were laughing and the next thing you knew they were um, they were able to get you laughing I'm telling you laughter is a powerful powerful tool even when you're laughing by yourself listen if you're watching a television movie show you're at a comedy club you you know you reading a funny comment, <clears throat> right? Or you find little videos. I love like sometimes going <laughs> going to the videos and um, to YouTube, and I pull up videos sometimes just of different comedians or like these phone pranks they do on these radio stations, or um, you know the funniest clips where someone is recording somebody with something funny, and that's just or listen or read a funny story. Just go to the bookstore section and like uh, uh, of humor. I forget what it's called, you know. But find some books about that, some poems about that, you know. Um, start playing some board games. I'm guarantee you, if you want to play spades or bid wits, I'm telling you, you will begin to enjoy people playing with your animals. Whatever your animal is, it will bring you some laughter and goofing around with your children. What else? Just being silly. I mean, just being silly. You can find laughter and ways to, to incorporate laughter more into your life over and over and over again. But, it, you know, it's a spontaneous thing, you know, and it lets go of your defensiveness. That's what I was saying earlier. That was the word I was looking for earlier. Duh. Right? Defensiveness. You know, when you forget about judging folks and giving criticisms and doubts when you just say, hey, I got to laugh it off. It is what it is. Right? You know, you want to argue? Okay. All right. Right? But express your true feelings, deeply felt emotions that are being allowed to rise to the surface without you feeling like you're overwhelmed. Right? Without you feeling as if you are going to overcome or overrun your life with, with, with chaos and destruction. Not at all. You're moving towards something great because that's what we do. We're transforming. And truly, laughter is your birthright. It's a natural part of that innate, inborn existence that we are. You know, even think about it, though. Think about a baby. Infants begin smiling like in the first couple of weeks. They already tell you. I know they tell you it's gas, but it's more than gas. It is them also reacting and responding to the energies that are around them that may get a little tickle inside that makes them feel good and tingly. Kind of like how I feel right now, even just imagining a baby's face. I be, I feel good just imagining the smile on a baby's face. Even if you did not grow up in a household where laughter was common, you still can you still can take on laughter. 
Because you've heard it last before. So the first thing you do is you want to start smiling. You want to start smiling because a smile is a good thing. And it also is exercise. And it also makes you feel good. Smile. Then begin to count your blessings. Literally begin to function in a state of gratitude. I talk about gratitude a lot because gratitude is not just saying thank you. Gratitude is about acknowledging and honoring and finding value in everything around you instead of just kind of, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. That's how it goes. That's not, that's gratitude. Gratitude is, wow, thank you for allowing me to be able to see another day. I'm grateful that I'm able to get up and move around. I'm grateful for the noisy neighbors next door because that means I can hear and I can decipher, right? I'm grateful for the long line in the grocery store because possibly it's teaching me patience, being grateful. The simple act of considering good things in your life will distance you from the negative thoughts that are barriers to our humor and accepting humor and laughter into our life. When you're in a state of sadness, you have so far to go. Really, like, I know. And I understand depression. I'm working on getting some people on here to talk about that. But laughter is a little bit to that. When you hear laughter, go toward it. Try to figure out what's making people laugh. Figure out what's making... I know today... I was reading something this morning, and it just it had me cracking up. I wasn't it wasn't funny initially, but when I saw the next comment, I started laughing. The reaction from other people made me smile. I told a story about a funny video to my daughter, who's nine. I was sharing with her a story of a video, and she just started laughing, and I just started laughing because it was funny. It was about a newscaster who was sent somewhere in the South to report on a story. And while he was there, bugs were around and a bug flew in his mouth. Well, I must tell you that he forgot he was on that camera. And he just got to, you know, giving all these epithets and and he just let them have it. And, And the cameraman is laughing. And he just kept the tape rolling while this guy is running away from this swarm of of uh, insects, flying insects. So it was just so funny. But see, little thoughts, like it's a little thing. No, it's not funny, but it's funny. Laugh. Enjoy yourself. Spend time with fun people. Play for people, people who want to enjoy life, people who look at life's absurdities or who routinely find humor in everyday events. Yeah, that's me. I'm the one that will call you and identify something and tell you that it's funny. The playful point of view, the laughter is truly contagious. I like being around happy people. Bring humor into your conversation. What is the funniest thing that happened to you today, this week, in your life, and begin to talk about what makes it funny, right? Ways to just enjoy ourselves and know that we can get to that place. I'll tell you something else that has become a trend um, across the nation. is something called laughter yoga. Yaster, I can't even speak. Blah, blah, blah. Laughter yoga. Like, there's actually training that you can do, and, um, you know, places you can go travel to and learn how to participate in laughter yoga. 
it is where you, it's like a yoga class, you know, but the thing of it is that you have to laugh. You have to, um, you know, not just do your breathings and all that, but it is really an exercise that allows you to exercise your laughter, your place of laughter. So they're all free. Most of them apparently are supposed to be. These are all free. There's no membership forms, they say. And I just think it's a cool idea to have it. So what I'm going to do, this is something I'm I'm going to see if it works. I'm not certain if it's going to work. This is a video that I came across because, um, and someone sent it to me. Actually, someone sent it to me, and it was just it was just funny. But um, I'm going to see if this video, this is a, a laughter yoga international news clip, and they're talking about, and they're talking about the yoga. So let's see if it, I can get it to play and give us enough sound. All right, we'll be right back. Okay. Word, I didn't know that. My name is Dr. Madhun Katania, and people call me Lab Doctor. One day, inspiration came to me like a divine light. I discovered the beneficial effects of love. Laughter boosts your immune system and relaxes the mind. So I started laughing. First, we were five of us. Now, there are hundreds of laughing clubs all over India and the world. Laughter really is the best medicine. Everyone can discover this. From India tonight, a somewhat different take on what it takes to live a better life. Very serious. From the land that brought us yoga and transcendental meditation, now comes the laughter club, the absolute latest in stress reduction therapy. Dr. Madan Kataria is the one who started this craze. At the end of each session, people are so pumped up, they feel they can take on the world. No doubt about it, the world could certainly use a little more medicine like this. Okay, big breath in. Oh, Every morning on Laguna Beach, California, yeah. you'll find a group gathered on the sand laughing. You should know, laughter yoga was the brainchild of Indian doctor Madan Kataria. What began with five people in a Mumbai park in 1995 has spread to more than 5,000 laughter clubs in 50 countries. More than that, Kataria says the breathing and laughing of laughter yoga will improve your health, even if you have to take the laughter. The claim backed up by Lee Burke at Loma Linda University. Burke has found laughter decreases stress hormones, improves our immune system, and boosts endorphins. <laughs> Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN. Brixton Town Hall, they explore relaxation through the use of laughter. And last night, they were wiping their eyes, as Jim Weaver reports. After a quick warm up and some reason to meet each other, the smiles Grandma, the theory is the exercises reduce stress and boost the immune system, but it seems the only problem last night was 
laughter spreading like an infectious disease. <laughs> From one person to the next. <laughs> but with the concept of being vegan in the US, Australia, India and most of Europe, the question is, will it catch on here? I've really, really enjoyed it. I had a great time. It was really funny. And I mean, I was jammed, laughing genuinely. But after severe bouts of what the guru calls one meter laughter and lion laughter, eventually the bubble burst, although there were still some who couldn't tear themselves away. Jim Weeble, BBC London News in Brixton. And these benefits are being studied in India by a doctor who's become almost obsessed by the idea that laughter really is the best medicine. I'm struck by how laughter connects you with people. All right, I am going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to stop it here, but you're going to, you can go on YouTube. It's called the Laughter Yoga International News. But it just talks about and goes on to talk about the way that people are going across the globe to ensure that they are happy, that we are exemplifying this laughter. I'm telling you, laughter is contagious. I'm telling you, laughter is contagious. And there's going to be a World Day of Laughter on May 5th of 2013. I want to encourage all of us to go out to take a little more laughter in your life and, and keep going because um, I've realized that it takes laughter also in our lives. And we, as we're meditating, I, I think that it's not ironic. It is more um, conclusive or connected that we would find the very thing, the yoga, the place that takes you into a place of internal uh uh, reflection and interaction, it takes you now to a place to, to find that laughter. And that's in our solar plexus, in that yellow chakra that allows us to have friendships and loving relationships and caring relationships and lets us be able to do what it is we have to do. Incorporate some laughter into your life. Allow it to really be part of who you are. It helps you keep things in perspective. It really does. So surround yourself with reminders of it to lighten up. Keep a toy on your desk, possibly, or in your car, or wherever this place is. I'm telling you, you got to do things. Like, I still have dolls and teddy bears. I still play board games. I still like to do jokes and, you know, be goofy and have fun. And it's okay to buy a frame that maybe a picture frame or some of a silly time or keep a picture out of a silly time. Uh, go to an amusement park, go to a, I think there's a place, um, a restaurant where you can play games and eat at the same time. And the guy was talking about, uh, on a business program, he was talking about why he did that. He said, because people are too stressed out. He said, we take our children, we take our children to, to go eat at the, the kids, I think, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, and then we're just kind of sitting there. Moping, griping, having adult conversations, and all this fun is going on, and we can't participate. So then he said that's where his business um, is called uh, Dave and Buster. That's what it's called. I have no idea why the phone keeps ringing so much today. 
But he's, you know, so you have to re- understand and put in your life patterns an opportunity for your life to laugh, to laugh at yourself, even when you have these embarrassing moments, to attempt to laugh at situations whether than be overwhelmed by them. That's the key. That's what we're talking about. How do we do that? How do you how do you find a way to look at it? As I said earlier, sometimes you just have to laugh. Sometimes you just have to laugh and get it all out and let it help you overcome the challenges and enhance your life. Go ahead, take some time out and laugh, joke, play. Honor yourself. Find the humor. And stop being so serious. Stop worrying about so much stuff. Stop letting everything cause you to react to it. Just be who you are, which is full of life, which is vibrancy, victorious, honorable, and a reflection of the divine presence that is. That's the place we need to begin to function from because, and laughter helps us do that. Because as I said, it is our, um, our, our one of our chakra centers is the one that builds relationships, the one that, that allows you, is right below your heart chakra. So that's telling you there's an order to our body. So when you are beginning to move up from that root chakra into that solar plexus, which is your intuition, and you get into your... Um, your uh, yellow chakra, which is the one for laughter and friendships, relationships, then you need to address that. Otherwise, we're not balanced. It really is about coming into harmony and balance, y'all. Y'all know I'm going to get there eventually, right? It is always about making sure that we are in harmony and balance, making sure that we are able to live the life that represents the life created, right? That's what it's about. Hold on to that. Ride with it. Trust it. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Have a laugh. As I said, I laugh all the time. You know, I'm smiling all the time. You know, that's the thing, too, I want to say. Have you ever seen a person smile and you're like, oh, that's so beautiful. And you just start smiling and feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. And that, you know, as I said, even just talking to you earlier about the fact that a baby could smile, I saw this baby smiling. And it made me feel all warm and tingly inside. I'm all tingly again because I'm thinking about it. It's the pureness of an emotion, of that feeling. Embrace it. Quit falling over and and, and thinking, oh, I got to be, oh, it's got to be some dog trying. Oh, I got to talk about this. You know, even when you're intimate, physically intimate, there's smiles, there's laughter, there's enjoyable moments. The endorphins are flowing, and therefore you are recognizing the power of that endorphin. Imagine having that endorphin feeling without having to go through all that. I'm not saying you shouldn't or you shouldn't indulge. But that's a whole nother, whole nother show to talk about that. But inviting you all to, to go ahead and laugh and to bring, you know, to recognize that life brings challenges and that it's either to get the best of you or become playful, things a plaything in your imagination. So when when things become, as I often say, like I say at the end of the show every time, when things overwhelm you, stop. 
sees the opportunities and possibilities, and one more opportunity and possibility we have is to laugh. Incorporate humor into your lives daily. I've noticed another trend that's going around. Um, it's something called play dates for adults, like come let's play. And they're doing all these board games and they're doing all these um, activities around the city where you can go and get involved in sports or Swimming, just, you know, as if you were really a child, you know, a young child. Because that's what keeps you young is being youthful. There's so, I mean, think about how many things we have forgotten about when we become adults. As adults, what, how much have you forgotten about? Like, do you, what was your favorite game you played as a child? You know, I was dealing with, um, with someone, speaking with someone, uh, a client, and they were talking about, oh, I'm kind of frustrated you know, my daughter's going to be 13 years old, and she's still wanting to play with her dolls and wants all these, these kitty things. And I said, what are you talking about? I said, be honored by that. Be honored that she's not afraid or she doesn't feel that she has to alter her life and, and enjoying the things that make her happy just because someone says she's 13 and that she's going to high school next year. She doesn't care about that. She's, she already is aware of what she loves, what makes her, what keeps her happy, what keeps her life flourishing, what allows her to discover who she is and what keeps her in that state of happiness. That's nothing for you to be upset about. And he says, well, now that you said it in that way, yeah, exactly. Allow her the opportunity to be freely who she was created to be. And I say that to you, that so often when we get into these adult situations, we, so often when we get into these adult situations, we find ourselves being overwhelmed because we've forgotten to let that inner child go. And laughter is a natural part of our inner child. We're going to take a quick break, really, really quick break. Um, And I want to remind everybody that we are here on Moments of Conversation. And then uh, we're going to take a quick Really, literally, a quick break. I think I'm just going to do the music break, which is about a minute long. And we're going to do that. And then we're going to come back. And, of course, I know Brother Guru is dying to get in this conversation. Brother Guru has been, I know he's he's ready to jump in. But we're going to take our break first. And then my wonderful co-host will join us um, and give us some insight. We'll be right back after this. Lock the door. Good morning again and welcome again to Moments of Conversation. I am Marion Afua, your host on today, and my co-host is Brother Guru. Good morning. 
Yes, yes, yes. That's a, oh, we're going to have a show about that, too. I forgot to write that down. we got to squeeze it into our conversation at some point. But we're talking today about laughter, the power of laughter in your life. How it is a very good medicine for your life? Go ahead and embrace it and apply it to your life and know. And so I, I shared before the break, before the, the brief break, about laughter yoga. And um, the first time I heard about it was maybe about a year and a half ago when I was out west and I went, these people are crazy. But I know I laugh all the time, but I just, you know, it is infectious. It is something. Like I said, imagine someone with a smile. I know, as I told you earlier, you know, Goober and I were having a conversation that was kind of heavy, and I shifted the conversation to just looking at the <laughs> the little things that happen in life. And we just both began to get into these roaring laughter conversations, and we just laughed for a what do you think, Guru? Maybe like 20 minutes we were laughing and joking? At least. At, at least. At least. <laughs> and I was still ready to keep going, right? So, okay, oh, yeah. go ahead. You were, uh, what's your take on laughter, uh, Guru? Well, laughter is actually honey to the heart. And uh, it, it really uh, relaxes and stimulates all your internal organs because when you have a good laugh, your whole body shakes, so that's basically an internal massage for free. Mm-hmm. And in the East, um, you know, they do talk about that laughing Buddha, you know, because they consider him, um, uh, say, like a healer, a doctor, because, because laughter is definitely healing. healing. Yeah, you know, I forgot about, you know, I shouldn't say I forgot about it. When I watched the video that I kind of played a little bit of, um, they were showing the Buddha. And and then if you listen in on, I said, go on to, to YouTube and check out, it's only like a nine-minute video, but it talks about all the different coverage. And one of the things they talk about is how it's this laughter yoga is also an extension of India. And, um, the place where yoga and transcendental um, learning came from, and a lot of us are engaging in that and learning about it. So now it's, a, it's an, here they are another level, and they understand laughter. So I think I think that I forgot, and they flash the they flash pictures of the laughing Buddha. Huh? I forgot about that just that quick. See, that's why I have you as my co-host, Google. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. You're definitely, Go ahead. Um, you're definitely a natural healer because uh, it's evident that everything you uh, bring in dialogue is definitely about uh, healing and rejuvenation and liberation. So I want to commend you for those <laughs> who don't uh, speak on that. I definitely want to commend you for that. Aw. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, I just try to do what what comes to me. You know, when it comes to me, I'm like, hmm. And I was trying to get a comedian to come on today, but I couldn't get any of my comedian friends to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of folks who say, I'll come on. I can't come on. I can't come this. Apparently, like, Wednesday nights are good nights for, like, stand-up comedians. Because I, I really wanted to do it and um, to get a, couple of, get a couple of jokes and, um, and figure out, you know, what was going on with that. Um, 
I was going to say, now that you got me going, you know I'm on the shelf. I'm on the bookshelf. I'm on the bookshelf. Okay, so I have this thing that talks about Buddha. And it says, Buddha laughter is laughing at yourself, light, the whole universe. With the great love and appreciation and feeling the wonderful mind-boggling paradox in that. Buddha laughter is laughing with the universe at the sheer joy of being and feeling that beingness expanded all around you without having to do anything. Wow. Buddha laughter is not being able to contain the joy of remembering who and what you are any longer. It is the moment you forget who you think you are and feel who and what you really are, and it seems to slip in out of nowhere at any time, unannounced. But once it slipped in, it feels ever so right, fits right into your day ever so nicely. It is no longer able to remain serious about the whole thing, life, the universe, the whole thing. The absurdity of seriousness overwhelms you, washes over you, drenching you in the dances of lightness of being. It's the whole feeling that really trips you up and breaks your composure. I mean, you would have thought that there was anything beyond that thought that was so big. And that was a big thing that we were a part of on our, and that big thing is a part of us and on our side. That big thing that we were a part of and participating in just by being is actually very friendly, loving, caring, inspiring, powerful, beyond measure. Oh, I don't want to keep reading. Buddha laughter is to feel the totality of it all in the brief instance of remembering and feeling what that remembering feels like. Wow. Buddha laughter is always there, waiting to be born in a moment. I'm I'm just skimming through. Buddha laughter is everywhere, all the time, heard by those aware of the place inside of themselves. Buddha laughter is ancient child laughter. See, I told you, wise and completely new with the innocence of the same, born out of the ashes of desire for long since fulfilled and unfulfilled, the old beyond imagining, young before time, to become by being the infinite speed in absolute silence at the same time. All in all, past, present, and future, Buddha laughter is finally letting go of the railing on the roller coaster of life and really liking how that feels. This book is uh, by Rob Campbell, but Rob says that he's not aware of where that poem came from. So I thought I would share that. I thought I would share that on today with you all um, here on Moments of Conversation. Why? Marianne, why are you talking about laughter? I'm telling you because I find that in this present moment we've had so much going on, and I was led to talk about laughter. Our number here is 646-378-1135, 646-378-1135. We're coming up on our second hour of the program And so we're inviting you to be a part of this conversation. We're inviting you to um, um, share your laughter, your funny story, how you incorporate laughter. Do you think, you know, people are off? We're just going to have a conversation. So if you want to get in, 
If you're already on the phone lines, you know what to do. Just push one. If you are um, in the chat room, please give us some feedback or join us on the phone lines at 646-378-1135. And you can get in on the conversation. And if you are on the Internet, same thing for you. If you can, go into Skype. You can also Skype in a conversation with us, or you can join us more on the, on the chat room, which is directly below the chat page. Brother Gruber, what did you laugh about today? Uh, repeat that, please. I said, what did you laugh about today? Oh, I, I laughed <laughs> about uh, some of the some of the foolish things I used to do uh, when I was young. Uh, I, I I laughed about um I'm over my godson's house and and they have this puppy and how this puppy just lays down and acts all nonchalant next thing you know he's chewing on you. <laughs> you say he's chewing on you? Yes. Yeah, so, he just started you... chewing on me. <laughs> I could say a couple of things about that. <laughs> I can say a couple of reasons of why he's doing that. But, okay, all right. I I know, um, you know, sometimes it's just, it's just funny, okay? I'm goofy. This is what I do. But you know what? It took, me a, you know, it took me a long time to, like, really embrace this goofy side of me. Like, people sometimes don't like when I'm goofy because they're like, oh, you know, you're Dr. Marion. You know, Dr. Marion or who, there's no reason, you know, you can't do that. And you're so stupid. And I'm thinking, really? Like, really? <laughs> I, like to, I like to enjoy life, right? You yeah. Know, so, yeah. It was so funny. Last night a friend asked me to come out and join them for, for um, dinner. And, and uh, I went out to go find them. And she and I normally, she, okay, I... We we thought we were going to the same restaurant, but guess what? She went to the restaurant that she knows I really like, and I went to the restaurant she really likes. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I placed the order because I know the appetizer we were going to eat, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and like, oh, yeah, you and your sister are coming. I'm like, yeah, we're in town together. You know, I just got here. She's like, yeah, I didn't think you You know, I remember you two were in here. She comes in all the time. So we're just chit-chatting and da-da-da-da-da. So then all of a sudden, um, the restaurant my friend is at, her father comes in, and her father's like, you know, where's Marion? And she's like, oh, she's on her way. Or no, or maybe she... Or, or maybe she was on her way, and I had I had gotten to my restaurant already. And she texted her father, texted me and said, you know, tell tell Liz the the bartender I said hey. And I'm like Liz, her name is not Liz, her name is Vi, you know. <laughs> but you know, so like the reason because he's thinking, and so then he shows up at the restaurant where his daughter is to surprise me, but <laughs> you know, but. They're there, and I'm at the other restaurant. But I thought that was really funny yesterday. So, you know, I, here I am trying to get people to eat this appetizer that's meant for four people, right? So I just give it away. I, I just laugh. And I just, you know, I eat a little bit. I made some new friends, you know, new new town, new friends, and uh, it was, <laughs> but it was funny. It was funny. 
I know you laughing at I don't care. I don't care if you think I'm goofy. I don't care. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I'm telling you, it's better that way. Uh, you got to stay lighthearted today, you know? How do you expect to have longevity and not be sick if, you know, you don't laugh, if you're not happy? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I must say, you know, and as a parent, I know that we experience laughter more times than we do you know, discontentment with our children. So I want to encourage those of us that are parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, you know, godparents, remember to to remember the joy and the laughter that's found in those treasures we've been honored with by the divine creator, which is our little people. So it's just been really good, really good, really good. So with that, we're going to, we can, we can still talk about laughter, but I want to um, take a few breaks. And then we're going to come back and we're going to open up the conversation with all of you on today. And you can get in and you can talk with us here. It's always funny when I, it's always funny to me. I'm like, okay. Guru, you know, I get about five emails after the show every every time we do it. <laughs> and it's always funny. It's like, yeah, I was on the phone line, but I didn't want to push one because it seemed like my question was not relevant. To, I'm like, no, you need to push one. You need to talk. This is a conversation. When you are having a conversation, there are going to be times when you're like, wait, stop, go back, wait a minute, hold on. Didn't you tell me earlier, or do you all remember? At least that's how I have a conversation. It's not scripted. This this conversation, is, I mean, I got the idea of laughter, and I did a little bit of research, but not a whole bunch. I just kind of allow it to flow and share with you. And we just kind of let it happen what needs to happen. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back here on Moments of Conversation with Mary Nafua and Brother Guru. We'll be right back. Can you hear me? Experience transformation by unleashing your power. Discover and activate your talent, abilities, passions, and the end result you desire. Join international transformation expert Mary Nifua at the Living Exponentially On Purpose Seminar. Learn how to maximize your greatest asset and live exponentially. For more information, visit www.efuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A speaks.com. Or call 414-604-6271. Live exponentially on purpose. Life and spiritual coach, minister, author, and inspirational speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better... Contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038, 480-269-1038, or by visiting ifuaspeaks.com, E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Ifua, change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. Thank you. 
two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianAfoaSpeaks.com. You can also join Marian Afoa for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Marian Afoa, Not My Reality and Seeking Escape. Trying to get it all together, but uh, yeah, 
That's one of my favorites by her. One of them, one of them, one of them. So we're talking about laughter and how it impacts our lives on today, and we also are talking about your subjects, your comments, your questions on today. Our number is 646-378-1135. We are joined today, of course, always by Mary Nafua. I'm your host, as well as my co-host, Brother Guru. And we have been talking about how laughter impacts our lives and the power, the uh, beneficial powers of laughter. And, um, you know, I I just want to go back just a little bit and talk about dealing with stress because I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, whatever, 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 right? And But if you're doing, if you want to lighten up your life, there's just certain things that you should really these are questions that I, I kind of ask myself sometimes about situations, circumstances, and people. And that is, is it really worth getting upset over? Is it really worth upsetting other folks? Is it really important? I mean, was it really that bad? And is the situation irreparable? Is that even a word? I'm not sure, but irreparable, Right. And is it really, this is a big one, is it really your problem? My friend um, Liz Jade is really good for that one. She's like, oh, wait a minute now. That's not my problem. I should not be worried about that. I should be on something totally different. She'll say that quick, fast, and hurry. She'll let you get it out your system, but she is not about to engage in things that are she knows are not her issues, are not her problems. I think if many more of us were to function in that way, we would find time for laughter, y'all. Find time to laugh. Find time to embrace that part of you that allows you to be in your joyous state. Because I I think I shared with you that I I learned that when we're laughing that it increases the blood flow to our hearts and it causes us, and Brother Guru came in and talked about the internal massage that happens, as I said earlier. Remember, as I said, remember Santa Claus? Santa Claus was the reason why there was so much uh, laughter and joy with the holiday season. For that particular, remember he had the big belly that would vibrate and, and move. Why was that important? Because it was infectious and there was something to remind you to be joy. Why was his cheeks rosy? Because it was showing you the blood flushing. Come on, y'all. The twinkle in his eye was the light shining. See, it's all there. So laughter is very much a part of what and who we need to be a part of. Take on it. Utilize it in your life. Allow it to shine. Allow it to to be shared with other people. Learn from our little people, y'all. The little people will, will show us the way of how to get free from all the chaos that we live and function in in our lives. Truly it does. Truly it will. Embrace it and share it. All right, we're going to segue into our next section. Ah, Yes, yes. Poor Saggy says, yep, Santa, happiness and laughter. That's exactly what what they talk about. And so we just got to put all that same goodness into us and recognize it's right there waiting for us to tap it and and bring it out and apply it to our lives. I want to remind everybody that I will be um, in... Chicago, Illinois? Yes. 
on the 28th of this month doing my Living Exponentially seminar. This seminar is one that you want to come out and be a part of. My motto is that if you invest in yourself, an investment in yourself is an investment, you know, will bring about a dividend from your investment for a lifetime and beyond. Because just as we're doing right now, we're working on ourselves. Therefore, we're going to be able to represent ourselves better. We're going to be able to share more um, freely and consistently with those around us. And so we are developing our legacy that will be left behind. So come on out. Let's have a conversation about living exponentially. As I explained to people um, recently on a television show, I said, no, it's not about things. It's not about things. Living exponentially is not about having a bunch of stuff. It's about having the access to you, maximizing it, and finding out some things inside of you that need to be maximized to truly display your highest level of you. And then your business is going to grow, and then your relationships are going to grow and become stronger and more viable, and you're going to be able to function. So there are certain characteristics that go along with exponential living. And, yes, you may acquire some things and stuff, but that's not your main focus. It's about putting some other things in place. So if you are free on Sunday the 28th between 1 and 5 p.m., join me at the Chicago Marriott at Burridge. So you can do that. Go to my website, www.afullaspeaks.com. And then when I leave there on the 28th, I will be in Baltimore, Maryland with the Reverend Dr. Craig Wright at the One Fellowship Spiritual Center. And we're doing a seminar, similar, 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 same name. Everything's a little different. It depends on how the energy flows. But the basic premise is always there. And then I will be in Louisville, Kentucky, followed by... Phoenix, Arizona. Come on out. Let's live exponentially together and share it and let it become infectious as laughter is. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm laughing at myself because that's what you said. Just have fun and laugh. So we're going to be here. All right. We're going to segue into your calls. Those of you on the phone lines. Guru, are you still with us? Or has I think Guru may have left us. He had to leave out for a little while. He's busy, busy. He has a business. Um, that he runs, and so sometimes he's not able to stay, depending upon how things are and shifting. So we're honored to have him here with us on today as he comes in and out. And those of you that are on the phone lines, again, if you want to get in the conversation, today's kind of this second hour, I'm really just going to want it to be, I want to see about you all sharing information about whatever you are asking a question. Because truly this is about a conversation. It's not just about a lecture or something like that, and then I'm going to read something um, out of my book, Not My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, which is available everywhere books are sold. You can get it on my website as well, um, and, you can, and you, can get a uh, you can get a coat. You can get a copy of it and place it into your library of books. Actually read it, though. Actually read the book. Sometimes I read the book and I go, wow, whose book is this? But I realize it's me. And it's okay. It's all right. It's all right to know that I have been honored with this opportunity to do it. Someone says, I'm not talking in the mic for good enough. 
So we've we're been talking about laughter and how we can clear. I want to talk about clearing clutter. Clearing clutter. Clear your mind and receive something new that will boost you into your reality. When you hold on to past hurts, decisions, and disappointments, fear, anxiety, limiting beliefs, and worries, you inhibit your present and future communications for your life. In order for the vision and the plan for your your purpose to be received, you need to make room for it to enter, grow, and advance. This also includes the physical materials of items that remind you of the past, such as jewelry and photos and clothing and furniture. Remove all that clutter and let's see what you've been designed for, what you have been purposed for, and exactly what is waiting just for you. Yep, I'm talking about clutter because too often we're holding on to so much, and that's why we can't laugh. We don't want to let it go. That's why I went back and told you. you got to know how to let go of some things. you got to be able to put some things in perspective because that's where power comes from. When you recognize the perspective in which you're functioning from, the perspective in which uh, perspective in which you are, are functioning from, and you take ownership for, for it and because it is worthy of that ownership, and then you have an expected and ended result. That's what power is. You know, when you have that ability to do that, then that's why no one can take your power because you can change your perspective based upon what's going on and where you are, what, what ended result and expected result you want. A person never has power. Uh, uh, authority never has power until those that they are presenting presenting it to actually believe it. I know, right? But the moment that that person realizes that that group is not recognizing their power, they change. Not for the good of for the good of the good or the lesser good, then that's on them. But there's a change. And maybe quite possibly someone else takes the position of power. Someone else possibly takes the opportunity to put something into play where they begin to exemplify what their power is. When you clear the clutter in your life, you are making room for the stuff or Actually, maybe you're just finding and identifying some parts of you that you need to activate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. You have to begin to activate the power that you have. You have to begin to understand What's actually in your mind in your and resonating around you that is hindering you from being who you are, that prevents you from that gut-clenching, overwhelming, falling-on-the-floor, zest and joy for life? Hmm? That's what it's all about. That's what, it, that's what it's going to take for us to enhance our lives to a, to a level that allows us to breathe and know who we are. Just be. No preservatives, no additives, no nothing else. Just you. 
simply you, the way you were designed and created to be, the way that you are going to allow your life to expand and embrace every part of you, body and soul. Yeah, that's what it's about. Breathe. Clear clutter. Love yourself enough to know that you're clearing out people, places, memories, thoughts that don't serve you a purpose of the higher good need to be removed. They need to be removed. They need to be put away and given away or destroyed. They need to be buried in some kind of way far away from you so that you can have the ability to laugh and play and have fun and not feel like you don't have time for it because you have you have to beat this clock. Oh, my goodness, they're going to think I'm lazy. Oh, my goodness, they're going to say that I'm procrastinating. Oh, my goodness, they're going to say I never, I never finish anything. Let all that go. Let it go. Be creative because being creative is naturally a part of us. It doesn't mean that you're an artist. It may mean that you're great at, you know, being creative about how you you change perspectives for people. Maybe you're creative in the way in which you are able to manage finances. Possibly you're creative in the way in which you decorate a table or a room. You're creative about the way you dress. Connect to others and allow it to share. Remember, we're asking ourselves, you know, is it really worth getting upset over? Is it really worth, you know, holding on to this? I mean, what's the real benefit? You know, we went through this whole spring cleaning episode or saga, and we found ourselves we found ourselves saying, you know, do I keep this? Do I do I not keep this? Or you know, let's put this sweater. You know, it's probably not going to fit me next next winter or next fall, so I probably should get rid of it now. Or your children have grown, and now you have to make some adjustments. That's clearing out the clutter. Now do that for yourself. What is hindering you from the opportunity to truly live in your greatest and higher self? What is it? Is it a connection you have with someone out of obligation, guilt, fear, doubt, then let it go. Because it's not a good relationship, right? I can help you, but I don't have to be in bondage and frustration. We just need to be able to move forward and know that when we're clearing out this clutter, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm letting you rest on that because I know how difficult it can be to clear clutter. Yeah, I wrote it in the book, but it's very, you know, much a task. It's a task to get into the boxes that we have created. It's a task to get inside of that box, look around, and see all the things that we have on the walls and all the things that we have um you know, sitting on the floor and in the chairs, and it's our favorite chair. 
And, oh, my goodness, this is where I had my greatest level of comfort. Why can't I have that comfort back? Oh, my goodness, this person loved me so much, and now they're gone, and, oh, I'm never going to do No, clear the clutter. Open up and receive the newness that is awaiting you. Open up and receive the real happiness that is waiting for you in your life. Open up and allow yourself the opportunity to be full of life, not just for the moment. It's not That's not what it's about. Not just for the moment, but forevermore. Yeah. Forevermore. Beyond this second. Don't just do it for the moment. Do it for, as we talk about here, longevity and for the creation of a legacy. Clearing up your thinking, clearing up your your uh, quote-unquote uh, conflicts that you have with people. Clearing out your ideas, that, those belief systems that, that keep you bound and prevent you from making boundaries that are necessary to feed your life. Let it go. Relax and trust that there is balance and that balance is available for you because that is naturally a part of us. As we talk about the chakra systems, it really is like a physical a physical manifestation when they're balanced. We talked about the happy one. We talked about the one that gives us light, the one that allows us to have some good relationships. And guess what? We can do it. So whatever is causing clutter in your life, whether it's some type of behavior, whether it's a love relationship or your doubts about love or your 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 thinking that you can't be loved or that you cannot give love, let's get all that clutter out of there because you are love and you can receive love and love is waiting for you and is surrounding you and it doesn't always have to come just from one person. There are multiple entities that can give you this love that you desire, so we just need to do it. All this anger and frustration, we're going to get rid of it because that's not who we are. We want to be in the we want to be happy, we want to be embracing life and love. So much easier to smile be all angry and weighted down. We got to stop. We're going to let go of being the clutter that tells us that we are a victim. And we're going to take the position and we're going to change our perspective and we're going to own and give worth, then let know it's worthy. And we're going to expect and have an expected and an end result which says, no, I was victimized and yet I am still able to be just as powerful, just as wonderful. No, it was not my problem that they victimized me. It was not my fault that I was victimized. But it's a sad occasion for them that they had to share themselves with other people that way. So we send them energy, light, and love, and we move forward. And allow ourselves to be restored and repaired and grow. We don't need to function in chaos. Like, let's, let's get rid of our, Let's stop tripping over the parts of our lives that make us fall on our face because we have accepted them to be truths when they're really not truths. The chaos that we are 
seeking. We gotta have drama and chaos, and or else it's not it's not love. Or we gotta have drama and chaos, or else I'm not living. We gotta have drama and chaos, or no one will like me. No, you need some calm, some peace, some balance. You don't need confusion. You need clarity. You desire clarity. That's why I said envision a room in which there are things from all your life past that you now got to go through and figure out what do you keep, what do you disregard. Memories are memories. They are there to recall. They are not there to trap us. Don't allow it to be like quicksand. Praise be. Get out of this denial or these limiting ideas that tell you, oh, you know, I was abandoned by someone. Everybody always leaves me. Nobody wants to stay with me. Stay with, your, with yourself. Date yourself. Identify the greatness in you so that when people come and they're not identifying their greatness in you, then they don't have access to you. Male, female, relative or not, everyone does not deserve to have access to your greatness all the time. They can see it. They can experience it, but they don't need to intimately get to know you. And when I say intimately, I'm not just talking about a physical sexual act. I'm talking about becoming friends with you, becoming a business partner with you, becoming someone you go out and party with. They don't need to have you on that level. They just they just need to see your contribution that you're making. And if they if they reject you, then you move on and continue. Oh, yeah, we're clearing clutter today because the clutter is what makes us trip and fall. The clutter is what makes us, you know, get into this belief system that, you know, we're waiting for something greater to happen. No, it's already happening. We just need to get there. So we want to build up and let go of these old beliefs that tell us that we're limited, that we can't do certain things because of our gender, our age, our past. We want to give you this idea of perfection because total perfection is an ego thing. And so the ego is telling you telling you these things, and it keeps you bound and trapped. Let it go. Clear the clutter. Let's start doing what we need to do to get ourselves from this idea of, I'm going to be late, so I might as well just get used to that. I just cannot be on time for anything. Oh, you know, I'm not a good person. We're keeping a calendar. So what's the point of me writing down the appointment? I'm going to wait for someone to call and tell me that I missed the appointment or that I have an appointment, and maybe I'll make it, maybe. No. Clear the clutter. Let's go and find out, find that box in the back of our life storage room and figure out what makes us think that we should be late. What is it that makes us think that we, that we should just accept mediocrity? What is it that begins to tell us that everything has to be done a certain way or it's not going to be done. Yes, we understand the astrological components of our of our personalities and development, but again, remember, you have to control that. You're not boxed in and bound. There's a genesis of that, and that's where this comes from, clearing the clutter so we can see what's going on, so we can begin to exemplify the life that we've truly been waiting for, the life that is existing because we are that life. We're going to stop putting things on hold because we're waiting for our children to become adults. We're going to start laughing at the opportunities that tell us that we cannot multitask. We can. And you can do them well. I'm not saying do a hundred things at one time. I'm telling you, you can be a student and a parent and a spouse 
or partner. You can't run a business and travel. You can't run a business and be active in your children's lives and in the community that you exist in. You can have and you do have a multiplicity of talents, skills, abilities, passions. You really do. The question is how are you going to prioritize them based upon their ability to pour back into you and your life and those around you? That's what it's about. It's not about finding pain and hold it on. It's about finding that source of pain and and, the, and how do we get that endorphins going. And we talked about laughter being a way to do that. But now we're also talking about clearing that clutter, getting rid of it. Those things that are hindering us and tripping us and making us fall. And, and what will be in that visual? Remember, go back to that visual. Get rid of letting go of this, this box of stuff, this, this clutter that we keep tripping over that's known as sadness and self-criticism and self-doubt and shame and this whole idea that, you know, everything has to be done right now. No. No. A cake may need frosting if you're going to put frost, but you don't put the frosting on the cake while it's in the oven. You tend to take the cake out the oven and let it let it cool off, and then you put the frosting on. Unless, you know, there's an order. There's a process. There's an order in the process. So as you're clearing out this clutter, really allow yourself to let go of everything and anything and anyone that is meddling with your happiness, that is not allowing you to be nurtured, that is not allowing you to go forward on your path. And I understand people saying, oh, you know, well, we live in this world. And, you know, I can hear y'all just so y'all know. You know, everyone, we live in this world and, you know, we can't do it and I got to pay these bills. And I, okay, fine. So worrying about it's going to get your bills paid. Or taking a, maybe taking a step back and, again, truly stopping. Seize the opportunities and possibilities that are around you. Identify what is it that's making you not have be able to pay these bills. Listen, what's the priority? I'm talking, when you clear clutter, that means you're identifying some priorities in your life. Balance, harmony, oneness with the divine, energy transformation, transcendental living, all that. But then we can't apply it. It doesn't make sense. How do you? How does it come through? How does the light come through? And that's the, you know, the box. You put the box over here. You, you got this, you know, door over here that's covering up the light, and you're not able to receive. You got to get rid of that clutter to transform into your greatness. Display your greatness freely. No guilt for displaying your greatness. No guilt. For representing yourself in a way that you should. Clear the clutter from your mind and from your heart. Truly. And stop being so codependent on people. Right? Stop being so codependent on, on whether or not people are happy that 
that you're clearing clutter. They may not be happy because it may mean that they're going to be gone. I tell people all the time, I have a client that says to me things like, I understand, I thought I got I thought I got over that. I got I got through that already. And I go, No. It's not a pill that you take. It is a process that you experience. <laughs> okay, we got a question in chat room. It says, Why does the clutter return? The clutter returns because you keep the box and the space for it. If if you if you let go of um anger toward men or disdainment for the men that you've had in your life. If you take that space where that box was in our virtual uh, life storage area, there's a space where that box has been sitting where you said, I'm angry with the men or I'm angry about, you know, me being exposed to men that are full of crap. Okay, so now you got to say, I'm letting go of this. I'm throwing it out. I'm clearing out that clutter. All men are not that way. And it wasn't. I, I, my responsibility is that I, I made the best decision I felt was best, or I have a kind heart, and I am drawn to men with dark hair and dark eyes, and they're handsome, and they're great, and, they're, and, they're, oh, and they smile. So you identify, again, when you're clearing this clutter, your role. Remember we said power. You're gaining back your power, your perspective, the ownership, the worthiness of that ownership, and the expected and ended results. So now when you clear out that box and throw it away and you're going through your process of identifying how it got there, why it's there, after you throw that box out, you clean that area. You sweep up that floor. You mop that floor. You wipe that shelf off that has any remnants of that existence. Because there's nothing there to rebuild it. When you tear down a building, they take the scrap away. All that remains is a clear, empty space in which they can rebuild something else. So in that place of storage, you want to be placed with with quality relationships based upon your identified traits that you desire. You like a nice smile. You like honesty. You like and prefer wholesomeness, whatever that looks like, that's what you put in that storage place. So now when this disdainment for men who are goofballs and coy and not honest, they have no place to go because in there you've already rebuilt something else based upon your will and your your expectations for a result. I hope that helps, Mary Lou. Thank you for your question. Anyone else can ask a question in the chat room or on the phone lines. Uh, if you're on the phone lines, you guys just need to push one and uh, make your question or comment. But I, I'm hoping that this has helped you. we got about 15 minutes left. I'm telling you right now, today I'm, I'm short on time because I'm traveling. So I really am going to end this show in 13 minutes. So if you're going to get in, ask a question, you need to do it now because um, – I'm really going to end this show on time today. And I want to thank all of you for joining uh, me here on Moments of Conversation. Brother Guru had to go. As you know, we're both um, doing what we do. And so uh, he's doing his section now, and then I'll go back and do mine. But we're going to uh, thank you all 
for joining us here on Moments of Conversation. We are here Tuesday and Thursday mornings at 10.30 a.m. Central Time, 11.30 Eastern, and we are honored that you have taken time out of your day to join us. Um, please go out, look out my books. They're not my reality. Uh, Encouragement while dancing in the storm, seeking escape, a conversational journey to your true reality. And listen, I'm telling you, you know, you want to you wanna invest in yourself. You want to do whatever is necessary for you to be the best person. I'm still in the process of growing as well, but as I learn and I grow and I experience, I share with you here on Moments of Conversation. You can also have one-on-one time with me by calling me at 480-269-1038. There you can make an appointment. You can go to my website um, and make an appointment to see me and spend some time. Um, We really can have some conversations about things that are necessary to clear out clutter in your life whether it's on a physical side, a business side, or your spiritual side. They are all combined. I mean, really, they all are the whole you, just like we read about the laughter of the Buddha. you know. And I remember seeing Buddhas in houses. You know, even churches used to have little small Buddhas um, in, their, in, their, in their churches. And I know y'all probably like, where you go to church at? But I did, and, I, and most of my family is Baptist. I just thought about that. There was like a little small, it was red, it was a red Buddha. And he was uh, in the in a little small Buddha was there, but anyway. Um, so yeah, I love that, you know, because that lets me know, like, maybe that's why I am. Y'all got to let go of some of these religious um, constraints, you know. And, and you need to really get your language together too. We all need to get our language together and liberate our language, and and think about the power of words. Doctor Ema talks about this all the time. She. You know, I told her that I had gotten to the revelation that told me that the divine presence is life. It represents life, and therefore we are, that's the life. That's life. Life only exists if you are aligned in the oneness of the divine creator. And she came back and she said, you know, the opposite of life or live is evil. Live, the opposite, you flip the letters, is evil. I was like, oh, my goodness. She's like, people have a choice of what to do with their life. They can live. Or they can have evil, and I was like, "Wow!" So she's really good with that. But I've always been a word, a person who who value words. So when I'm telling you to clear clutter, and I got that visual of our life storage box, we need to go in there. We need to clear out. We need to get some of those boxes. They've been in there way too long. They're breaking down, deteriorating, and yet we go in there every year, stacking them back up and trying to keep them nice and neat. And make sure everything is still there instead of saying, nope, this has to go this year. No, this has to go this moment. Yes, this needs to come in. I need to get rid of that. And you need to let it go because it's hindering you in so many ways. Let it go. Accept it. Go back and laugh. Go back and love. Go back and feel. Go back and breathe. Y'all, come on. Go back and breathe. So important. Such a beautiful opportunity to um, share that type of information. Even right there, it just feels so good to have that type of sharing. People don't get a chance to do that. I don't beat people up, but I hear all the time. You know, um, and it is about your mind and your thoughts being in a position that allows you to Live that allows you to enjoy, and I really somebody needs to really understand about their connections they have to people 
What are you, what's your real motivation for being in some of these connections with people and giving them so much power and position in your life? Ask yourself that question. Is it really worth it? I mean, do I really need to keep dealing with this issue? Is this really my problem or is it their problem that I'm taking on because I believe that I'm obligated and, and you know, and I love this person? Yeah. You can put out, you can, you know, rain can come and you can get wet. Doesn't mean you're actually clean. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to, uh, I'll see. I just got a message um, asking me about uh, playing some more music. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I will play the song today. Maybe on our way out I'll play the song um, as a way for us to segue. But, again, tell a friend, bring a friend. We'll be here on next week, Tuesday and Thursday. I can't find my notes. Cause why? Because I'm traveling, and I cannot find the notes to tell me who's on on Tuesday and Thursday. But I know the fourth Tuesday, which I think is next Tuesday, will be Craig Wright, numerologist and astrologist, uh, who will be joining me May 11th in Baltimore, Maryland. So you guys can call in, get your numerology report. Remember, if you have gotten a report already, Gotta wait. You can give him some feedback. But right now, we're really trying to get people in who have not had their um, numerology reports done here with Reverend Dr. Craig. I'm telling you, he is phenomenal. And he knows his stuff when it comes to metaphysics and numerology. And then he connects it back to like spirituality or like people in the Bible. Oh, it's really good. I'm telling you, he will help you out. So, come on, join us again on for sure. So, I think next Tuesday is the fourth Tuesday. That tells you who it is. See, you just got to clear the clutter and trust and believe that I really didn't need that paper. But then Thursday, I'm really not sure of the person that will be here. But reach out, tell a friend, bring a friend. And uh, if you want to set up a personal reading time with me or spending time with me, you need to call me at 480-269-1038. We have about six minutes left. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go into our commercial breaks really quickly about my books again not my reality seeking escape also knowing that the living exponential um, on purpose seminar will be in Chicago Illinois on the 28th that's a Sunday from one o'clock until five o'clock it includes lunch the seminar and all the good stuff that comes with being with me so you can do that um, I am uh, working out something with a group from. Uh, my hometown, which was going to come down and support me. So we're going to do like a little mini retreat that Friday night and Saturday morning, and then we're kind of ending with the seminars. So if you want to be a part of that, again, you need to contact my office at 414-604-6271, and that office will set that up. That is the booking office, and you can do that. And you can also tune in on Mondays if you have a business. I do Business Exponentially. It's a 30-minute program. Tune in on Mondays at uh, 5, 5 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, and then you'll be able to have a conversation about business with me, and I can work, walk you through some of the business things that I've learned. All right, so we're going to go to our commercial breaks. We'll be right back, and then we'll wrap up the program. We'll be right back here on Moments of Conversation with Marion Afua and Brother Gooper. Experience transformation by unleashing your power. Discover and activate your talent, ability, 
passions and the end result you desire. Join international transformation expert Marion Four at the Living Exponentially on Purpose seminar. Learn how to maximize your greatest asset and live exponentially. For more information, visit www.efullspeaks.com. E F U A speaks.com or call 414-604-6271. Live exponentially on purpose. Life and Spiritual Coach, Minister, Author, and Inspirational Speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038. Or by visiting ifuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Ifua. Change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. All right, we are back here on Moments of Conversation. You know, I was in the break, I was listening to one of the yoga, lots of yoga steps of how to do it, and um, I came across a video, and it's just really, it's really funny, so I think I'm going to, I'm going to play this video um, as one of our final moments, maybe we go over a minute or so, but it's really important to play it, and then I'm going to have to read the subtitle, because it's an actual, actual video, but I'm going to read it, and um, as, as it goes, so let's see. <laughs> we start laughter as an exercise. Combined with yoga breathing. When you laugh in a group, it turns into real laughter. until it becomes unstoppable from your deep within. (laughs) Anyone can laugh. No jokes, no comedy, no humor. Period. There's a whole lot of research out there. May 5th is National 
uh, Laughter Day, I believe it's called. Um, so enjoy it, enjoy it, have fun, go out here, take things, keep things in perspective, surround yourself with reminders to lighten up, deal with your stress, pay attention to your children and emulate them, become that child again, find the joy, laughter, listen, oh my goodness, we just have to just do that, surround yourself, quit being so serious. If the bill was due at 12 o'clock and it's 11.59, doesn't matter how fast you move, you're not going to get in by 12 o'clock. <laughs> Trust the divide. Seriously, though. Trust the divide. I'm saying that because I'm like, oh, girl, you sound a little too serious for me. But thank you all for joining us here today on Moments of Conversation. We'll see you guys all on Tuesday morning at 1030 a.m. Central, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time. And remember that when things begin to cloud you, overwhelm you, make you feel like you just can't go on, stop taking a deep breath. Seize the opportunities and possibilities that are surrounding you and know this is not the end of the road. It is only true if you believe that it's true. So take about talk, go back and look at the perspective of it. Change the perspective if you need to change the perspective. Own it, make it have it have, it have its worth. Ha. And expected end results. Until next time. Join us again here on Moments of Conversation. And remember to laugh a little bit. Have some fun. Please go out and have some fun today and forevermore. Until next time, continue peace and blessings.
that I could be is here with me. Yeah. It's inside of you too. You gotta know today is a good day to live your life in the high life. Live your life.